0: when you tune in, you dial it in, you rip the knob off. That's why they do that, Jonathan, for people like you.
1: What they're doing is they're trying to change the channel as fast as possible. (laughs) Uh, That's why they have – you're right, but it ain't for the good way.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, it's good to hear from you again. I hope uh, you and the family
1: are doing well. Doing great, brother. Just, uh, you know, trying to – you know, just trying, like everybody, just trying to stay safe and – you know, hope you guys are doing well and hopefully we'll be able to do this in person sooner rather than later.
0: Amen to that. Amen to that. So, uh, let's get right to it. What's next for Notre Dame basketball?
1: Uh, we're getting ready to, uh, to, uh, start, uh, spring workouts. Uh, one of the things that I like, uh, is I like guys that play multiple sports. And so, you know, we got a lot of guys running track. Uh, we got some guys playing baseball. Um, you know so, so I won't have very many of those of our guys until uh till the summer but uh i'm i'm as long as they're being, being active and competitive, I'm good with that and uh so you know and then it's a chance for them to help Notre dame in other ways so right that's kind of that's kind of what we got going on we getting ready to start workouts uh and then uh for the guys that aren't playing other sports and then for everybody else we'll we'll see them in the summer
0: do you uh do you do you actively go go after uh, those guys that that play multiple sports you say, hey, you know, have you thought about playing basketball? Is that, is that something you, you do, or you just let people that come to you who want to come to you?
1: Well, I kind of, you know, you you always want somebody to, you know, I, I, I'm kind of a firm believer, in you, you want guys that want to play, right? Um, if you have to try to convince a kid to play, that you know, their probably their heart probably they, isn't going to be yeah, in it, yeah. Um, So, you know, that's just kind of my philosophy. Uh, and Notre Dame is, we're, we're such, we're small enough that, you know, you, you better have good relationships with your other coaches because, you know, you got to share athletes, right? So, and, um, and I grew up playing football and baseball and, and ran track in high school as well. So. You know, I love, and then I love our coaching staff, Coach Fant, football coach, and, uh, and Coach Hill, the girls coach. We all have such a great relationship that, you know, we, we want to see guys and girls help, help, you know, all, you know, other sports besides basketball. So, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, and I'm at, I'm at every sporting event. The kids will tell you I'm at, you know, soccer to tennis to, you know, wherever, um, just to support the kids. So. You know, that's kind of the attitude that all the sports have at Notre Dame, and, and I think it's helped us.
0: You know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure – I'm assuming you do this. Uh, you know, after, after every season you kind of uh, meet with the players and, uh, you know, especially the ones that are coming back, And oh, this is what you can improve on, and kind of just a, a review of, of the season. Do you do that for yourself?
1: Yeah, and, you know, I really – you know, I just met with our athletic director today and just was asking him things that he thought we – could improve upon and and things personally he thought that I could improve upon and and you know because I you know I've learned enough to know that there's a whole lot for me to learn sure <laughs> and uh you know it and, and just if you're going to ask the players to get better then you as a coach better be getting better as well so um so that's the, yeah we we do that uh with I'm getting ready to meet with my staff and just kind of review the year with them as well but uh but yeah, you know, you just you want a kid to know, hey, this is how you can uh you know, get in line for more playing time or here's why you didn't you know, uh didn't play as much as you wanted, or hey, you had a great year, but this is what I need from you next year. You know, um and and just be that, that's a chance to sit down one on one and to be as honest as you as you can with a kid and so they know. And, uh, and and it's worked out pretty well for you.
0: And I think they'll respect respect you even more for that because that's – and I think it's all, especially guys that age, they just want to hear, hey, just tell me how I can get better. Yep. Uh, I don't want to – you know, don't throw the fluff out there. No, tell me. Just be straight up with me and then we can uh, attack it and, and do what we need to do to get better. So I know you'll meet with your staff and everything, but uh, I would assume – and. I, I for myself i'm gonna say it yeah, this this was a successful season you know, just because of everything we've had to deal with and you've had to deal with as a coach
1: yeah you know we, we you know it's one of those things that you don't really uh you, you haven't really thought about what you accomplished until the year's over and uh you know and we were one point away from or two points i guess two points away from from getting to a final four appearance yeah. this year in the state tournament and uh you know, I asked our, t- our kids, hey, let's just go out here. We had to travel to Memphis. Uh, let's go out here and give ourselves a chance. And that's exactly what we did. And so, um, you know, just, you, 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 you know, now I've had a little bit of time to reflect and in the next couple of days, I'll reflect more and just think about what these kids were able to accomplish. You know, I, I told them like, you know, this is forget the coaching. I, I could be as great of a coach as I want, but without you guys, you know, it, it doesn't matter. And so I, I give uh, the lion's share of the credit to to the players and my assistant coaches, and then I'm down there somewhere at the bottom. But, you know, they, they, they work the tail end off, and, and uh, you know, they, they're such good kids um, on and off the court that, that I, I told them, I think this is the first year that, you know, we have deserved success because we're taking care of business on and off the court. So it was a great year, and, uh, you know, hopefully – one of those things that as a program you try to build upon and, and our seniors left an incredible example for our young guys. And, and that's how you can ask for.
0: Well, it looked like a, a defensive battle against uh, ECHS uh, mm-hmm. came, came up a little short, but uh, I know, I know you things, uh, things will look up. They are looking up already for 2021. So I know uh, you're excited to get back out there and uh, get these guys, uh, get these guys on the court and uh, let's get to work.
1: That's exactly right. I mean, it's it's one of those things that when you have a successful year, you you kind of hope that it springboards. You know, you you really hope that it springboards other sports. And then, uh, you know, like our girls volleyball team made it to the state championship game this year, and I felt like that momentum carried over to us. And then hopefully we can give it over to the spring sports. And you know, you you want to see every everybody do well, and and uh and so that's that's kind of where where we're at with it right
2: now. So, talk about. Uh, hey, buddy, how you doing? What's going on, brother? I'm good, man. Talk about the other teams that uh, that are still alive, and and what. And I don't expect you to know everything about every one of them, but I know Cleveland, Howard, Tyner. These teams are pretty dang good this year.
1: They are. We we played Cleveland. We split with Cleveland this year. Uh, they they beat us at at Cleveland. We we were able to beat them at home. Uh, but we we know how talented they are uh we, we had the, uh, Howard had us down, uh, had held us to nine points <laughs> at halftime. We were able to, to figure some things out and, and come back and win that game. So we know just how talented and tough these teams are. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that we're out of it now. So the next best thing is to root everybody else on in Chattanooga. And, uh, you know, as, as they move forward, especially next week when they get into the state tournament, but, um, you know, Tyner and Howard play tonight, and that's going to be a battle. I think it came down to, to a buzzer beater last time, and I would expect close, you know, very similar. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, in Cleveland, of course, you know, they, I think, you know, I think they're going to make noise this year. I would have really loved to see what they would have done last year.
2: With, well, with no uh, doubt Kobe about that. Those guys. Oh, they were so but, good uh, last year, man. It was, it was just a shame. Good,
1: good gracious. You know, and so, you know, but, but, you know, they're still making noise. You know, you, you just root for all those guys. E. J. Ward over at over at uh uh Tyner and, and James Tiley over at, at uh at Howard and of course Reggie Tucker at, at Cleveland. All good guys. All guys that I would you know, that I would stand by their character and, and uh, you know, you wish them success.
2: You you like the rest of us and think that this is gonna be an interesting March Madness just because the names aren't necessarily the names that we used to see in there, the the blue bloods and and all that stuff. But man, there's some talent out there, including Alabama. And I went ahead and picked Michigan to win it all. And then they'd look like poo poo against <laughs>
0: Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois, said, uh-uh. <laughs> Illinois. said, uh, Illinois said that idiot down
2: there. What are you looking? But I mean, the, it, this is going to be fun. I know, I, I mean, I know that the, you know, people have said it's going to be weird. It's March. It's not March Madness. It is March Madness. But I mean, I think it's going to be fun because I think you could throw, I mean, Gonzaga's good. Sure, Baylor's good, but you can throw them all in a hat and. Mix it up and pick them out. I yeah, mean,
0: I don't think there's a heavy. Well, maybe one. I don't yeah, know if there's a heavy favorite.
2: You know, we.
1: It, it, I know the first time we kind of did this. You know, when Purdue and Auburn were making their run, we had a blast with that because, you know, those teams weren't. They got hot at the right time, and and uh, but they weren't the traditional names that you knew. And I, and I think it's going to be very similar. Uh, you know, now that I was looking at the top twenty-five. Uh, and it's names on there, you're like Creighton and, and like, what is going on here? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's not them, it's the names that aren't there, you know, the Dukes of the world and, and those guys. And, and um, you know, yeah, I, if I had to choose, you know, I kind of told you my final four that I thought going into it, I still think, uh, Baylor and, uh, Gonzaga will make it. Um, you know, I, I told Coach McCutcheon, my, my assistant coach, who's a who's a big Tennessee fan, I told him I'm not going to waver. I know that it's not looking great right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but uh, I told him I was going to get on the radio and, and, and you know, and stay with that. And then that fourth spot, <clears throat> I mean, Ohio State could 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 take it. Um, you know, Michigan, as you said, I mean, you're right. They, they played so well against Iowa and then came back and got thrashed by Illinois, who was also – could also take that spot um but if i had to choose i think michigan is the most complete team um outside of gonzaga and so i would pick them uh if i had to pick a final four those would be my tennessee uh i gotta say gonzaga the overall number one uh tennessee uh making it to a final four uh baylor and uh and michigan would be my other uh box into the Final Four.
0: none a, not a bad four. No, that's pretty. Just, bad. just because I'm gonna throw Huggy Bear in there in West Virginia. <laughs> Why not?
1: Well, and you know, and you know, what's funny about them is, is, they're always one of those teams that, you know, you you see them in the bracket, and you're like, man, that's gonna be. Even if we beat them, we're gonna come out beat up, and they're gonna <laughs> press us to death, yeah. and you know, you're just, it's not a game that you're looking forward to. So, and um, yeah, they're, they're they're tough. I mean, and then Alabama is ultra talented, which. You know, uh, I think everybody in the world's mad that they're good in football and basketball. But, I am.
2: I know I am.
1: You know, like, what? Like, come on, man, give us a break somewhere. But, um, but they're talented enough to get there. So it wouldn't shock me if one of those kind of teams made it. Um, but, you know, I like my Final Four. I'm a little shaky with Tennessee right now. But, uh, but, you know, I just really believe in their defense. I really do. And I think that, you know, that'll carry them in some games that, you know and as, as they continue to get healthy i think they're kind of banged up um i think there's still to be a i think the tennessee will still be a tough out
2: jonathan you might be loyal to a fault
1: <laughs> yeah, i know but you know I, you know I i can't i can't just switch it I, you know i picked them early and uh you know, now I can't. I, I talk to our guys about being bandwagon fans, but, you know, I'm a Hawks fan, so you, you clearly know I'm not bandwagon. But Like I said, uh, <laughs> loyal to a fault. <laughs> I guess I'm so used to disappointment that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't phase it doesn't me anymore.
2: <laughs> a little bit about the NBA, real quick. I mean, it really feels like, and Joe and I were talking about how good the Sixers are this year. It really feels like we could see six, and I know there's a lot of basketball to go, but. Sixers and Brooklyn Nets? I mean, it doesn't seem like Milwaukee has that same swagger they did last year.
1: They don't. And, and, you know, we talked about this last, uh, you know, during the bubble. Um, I guess guess it is technically last year. But, um, but, you know, Giannis just can't shoot. And until he's able to shoot, he's not going to be effective. I mean, I I know that the regular season, I mean, you know, but when guys get ready to, you know, when they turn up the defense in the postseason – you know, the inability to shoot is just going to, uh, it's just going to, it's going to hurt them. It's going to continue to hurt them. So, and I, and I just think that, you know, if you look at top to bottom, uh, I think that Brooklyn has way too much. I think that, uh, and I think that the Sixers are way too talented. You know, I, I'm very disappointed in the Celtics right now. You're right. There's still a lot of basketball to be played, but very disappointed in them right now. Um, and, I, and other than that, I don't see anybody with the talent that can that can compete with those two teams. And so, and it'd be a unique challenge because you know I think that the obviously the strength of uh, of Brooklyn is really scoring the, the ball, and I think that the one thing that they will have trouble with is a big. And obviously, Joel Embiid is playing at MVP level, so it'd be an interesting matchup just from that kind of standpoint uh, to see you know which style of of, of uh, you know, and and then all of a sudden you get Doc Rivers, who's won a championship, but he's also had some bad postseason moments, right? And right. then you get a first-time head coach with with uh, Steve Nash, and so it's just so many storylines that that I think would be interesting to watch. That I, I would love to see that matchup.
0: Yeah, Giannis, uh, I think he he was exposed in the bubble against, I believe it was Denver, uh, who put him out. Uh, I think. Was it
2: Denver? Miami, I think
0: it was Miami. It was Miami. Miami. Miami, yeah, not Denver. Miami. Um, so yeah, he he was exposed, and we knew he wasn't a real good perimeter shooter to begin with. But uh, yeah, and uh, real quick, we've got about a minute left, Jonathan. Um, with Doc Rivers, I mean, do you think he is the main reason for this Sixers turnaround? They they've been good. They've had a decent roster over the last I don't know a few years, uh, but they just never took that next step. Do you think this is the year for them? I'm not saying they're going to win a championship, but you know there is that possibility there.
1: Yeah, I, I think it is, and sometimes, you know, you guys know, I, I told the story to somebody that I had a math teacher that, that I wasn't really understanding, and I went to another math teacher, you know, they explained the same thing, and all of a sudden, I got it, right? Yeah. Um, so sometimes, you know, just the way that somebody says it, or maybe they explain it a little differently, um, you know, or their principles are a little different, you know, it clicks, and I just think that he's the type of coach that fits in well with them. I think he's done a good job of uh incorporating uh Ben Simmons game along with Joel and Beads, But you also gotta remember the, the addition of Seth Curry can't be overstated true. because now, you know, he spreads the floor for those guys. And uh so it, it it was a it was a combination of Doc Rivers and personnel moves. Um you know and and uh and then all of a sudden, you know, Joel and Bead looks like he's not playing around anymore and is taking everything serious. And now he's unstoppable. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just been a couple. It looks like a different attitude of a team uh, from what I can tell.
2: Jonathan, appreciate your time as always, brother. Love talking hoops with you, my man. And keep up, um, keep safe and keep up the good work you're doing there at Notre Dame.
1: Yep. Love you guys. See you soon, hopefully. And, uh, you know, you guys stay safe. I appreciate you. You got it. Stay safe.
2: Jonathan Adams, our hoops guru here on Sport Talk and the Talk Monster.